Beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, Father Joseph would always say to me, never stand when you can sit, never sit when you can lay down. Those are good words to live by, but you don't get much done doing that. In the gospel today, we hear about work being done, energy being spent. I think of this gospel when I ever hear of John, announcement of John the Baptist, of my driving uh, after I graduated from high school, my brother and a couple friends, we we took a road trip to Anaheim and go to Disneyland after we graduated from high school. You know, back in the days you had just the, the paper map, you know, no credit cards, just a couple kids, you know. Anyway, there was nothing more exciting, you know, after going miles and miles and miles, hundreds of miles, to finally see a sign that said Anaheim. To see that road sign like, oh, we're getting close. And that's the way I feel whenever I hear about John. Ah. We're getting close to a great feast of light. But work has to be done. John came on the scene blazing with both guns. Repent, he's telling people. He's living a very austere life. He's so focused on what he is doing, who he was called to be. But the work John is calling the people to do in preparation was to be baptized. And we don't hear that in the gospel for this, this day, for this Sunday, but we did hear it yesterday, or this morning, for the Saturday before Theophany. And this is the part I want to reflect on. But when John saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to receive his baptism, he told them, You offspring of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, Bring forth fruit worthy of repentance. Do not think that you can say to yourself, We have Abraham as our father. Truly I tell you that from these stones God is able to raise up children from Abraham. Even now the axe is set to the root of the trees. Therefore every tree that does not produce good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. In the time of Abraham... When circumcision was given, as I had said on the Feast of the Circumcision of our Lord, it had a sacramental character to it, sacramental in nature. It set a person aside to be a part of the people of God. So if you were a Gentile coming in, you could come into that community. It would require you to be circumcised, but it also required you to make a change in your life. It required you to give up all the gods that you may have had in your house at one time as a pagan or as a Gentile. It requires you to change your lifestyle. It required you to learn the new rituals, learn new prayers, learn the way of liturgy that God had set out in the meeting tent. It required something of you. God always leaves that human element there for us. We have a part to play. And we see, as the Baptist is preparing us for the coming of the Savior, for His announcement of His public ministry, and to bring about that new circumcision, which is baptism, the thing that He says is that you're coming here for the forgiveness of sins. 
He was telling the Pharisees and Sadducees, you brood of vipers, you better be repenting of your way of life. Don't just come in here and think because you're Abraham, that you're a son of Abraham, that you're automatically saved. It doesn't work that way. Something is required of you, and that is repentance. And then, baptism for the remission of sins. And of course, Jesus would take this and bring about an even bigger change that would come about from baptism. When we look at the the, uh, resurrection, our Lord's passion and resurrection, there was energy taking place. Work was done. And that work that was done between his passion that he endured and the resurrection was that of forgiveness. And it's through forgiveness that we have resurrection. And the same as we've been celebrating the feast and the nativity and the birth of our Lord, but there's work that needs to be done. Repentance, forgiveness needs to take place to enter into that baptism, that theophany that we all go through. So during this quiet time, this in-between time, from the time we started before we get to our desired destination, we have to do our work. We're not going to be able to say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, Lord, so I'm saved, I can do what I want. What's required of us is to do the hard work, to really reflect on our own selves, Look at my own propensities. Look at my own attitude towards others, towards God. And in that work, that real work, not just pleasantries, not just writing lists, as important as those are, but really soul-searching. So when you come to your confession, you realize this is the real thing that's keeping me from really entering into the life of God. We have to do the work to get to that point. Okay, so I'm angry a lot. Well, what's the root of the anger? And then once I find it, find it out, I have to do something about it. Or whatever it is. I just picked that out because that's something I struggle with. But we're called to do real work. We can't just come up and say, I'm a Christian. There's a lot of Christians out there that are blaspheming God all the time. Or the so-called Christians. We may have even found ourselves in our own life doing that by the manner of life we live. We don't want to be at the um, gates of our judgment and have the Baptist calling out to us, you brood of vipers. Just because you say you're a Christian, you think you're saved. We're called to do real soul searching and make a real change in our life. That's why the baptism is so vital and so powerful because it is a complete change that we go through. It's just not some symbol, some sign that has no meaning. It changes the very core of who we are. And because we've entered into that baptismal font, we've entered into that death, we have to continue to participate in that and continue to ask for forgiveness and seek repentance. Because the repentance that comes from the font, that we, 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 we take into the font with us, 
Our repentance is a participation in that continually. St. John the Baptist was tough. He called a spade a spade. And when we get to the judgment seat of Christ, he won't have to say anything because we will be illumined by his truth. And we will see. But in the meantime, we have to get through our own personal justifications, how we're justifying everything before God, how we're justifying everything in our own minds to make it okay or not okay. We have to get to the very core. And that takes time. It takes a lot of work. But that's what we're called to do. Because to get from here to our transfiguration and the second coming, requires change in our part. And what we don't complete here, we will complete in our time of purgation in the time that follows our death. But the more we can learn to love now by shedding those things that keep us from really engaging into the love of God, the more we love now, the greater our capacity to to love and be loved in the heavenly kingdom. St. John was preparing the groundwork for our Lord. Preparing the way for the people to come and start thinking about repentance in a new way. Start thinking about your relationship with God in a new way that it's just, you're not not dependent on just who you say you are, but the manner of life that you live. The manner of life in which you really live in your heart, not the one you present to everybody around but the one that God sees right in your heart, in my heart, the real you, the real me. That's where we need to work. That's where we need to bring about that change, that metanoia, that repentance. And in in our repenting and seeking forgiveness from the sacraments, we're participating in our baptism, continually dying to ourselves, as hard as it is to to confess that sin, we do it, it's its own death. But then we get new life. We're able to receive greater grace from God, have greater life in Him. Then we can be authentic when we say we are Christian, when we stand before the judgment seat of God. Then the Baptists will not be able to speak against us and call us a brood of vipers, but will say, you behold the Lamb of God. We're called to do the work. So as much as it's nice to be a Christian and just, you know, uh, never stand when we can sit, never sit when we can lay down, requires work on our part. So let us do our work. Let us repent. And let us enter together the kingdom of heaven.